welcome. I'm Danny Brown. I'm the lead pastor here at Abundant Life Worship Center. And today I'm starting a brand new series on relationships. And specifically, we're going to look today at the fact that we were and are created to be in relationships. So let's get right to it. So relationships, I believe God wants us to be in happy, healthy, and holy relationships. And specifically today, we're going to look at the fact that we are and were created to be in relationships. You see, first off, we were created to be in relationship with the Lord God himself. Right from the beginning of scripture, we read and understand this. And of course, we see it clearly in Genesis where man and woman, where human beings were created. Genesis 1 and verse 27 says this, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And in Genesis 3, verse 8 to 9, we read further. Now, this portion of scripture is right after Adam and Eve have disobeyed God They've eaten the fruit from the one tree he said don't eat from. They were tricked, of course, but they disobeyed. And then we see a little picture of something that obviously was a regular occurrence. In Genesis 3, verse 8, it says this, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? You see, they heard God walking in the evening of the garden, and he was walking there looking for them. Why? To have fellowship. You see, we were created to have fellowship with the Lord God. Genesis 5 and verse 23 to 24 talks about a man named Enoch, and listen to what it says. It says in verse 23, Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he disappeared because God took him. You see, God desired to be in relationship with the people he created. In Hebrews 11, 5 and 6, it gives us some more clarity to the story of Enoch. And it says, it was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. You see, God desires relationship with you and I, his creation. And Enoch was the person who took time, and according to Hebrews, put in the effort, if you will, to have relationship with God the Father. He spent time seeking him, spending time with him. God desires relationship, and we were created for it. So Enoch did it well, and he understood that it would take some effort. In James chapter 2 and verse 23, we read this also. It says, It so happened, just as Scripture says, 
that Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. You see, so as we continue to read through our Bibles, we see God desiring and having friendship with the people that he created. You see, Abraham was a man, an ordinary man like you and I. And God came to him and said, hey, I want you to leave your country and uh, the people here. And I want you to go where I've told you. And Abraham was obviously close enough to have communication with God the Father. Abraham was known and called God's friend. You see, friendship is a huge part of relationship. God wants it with you and I. We were created for it. Jesus himself made this very clear. Jesus was God in the flesh come down to mankind. You see, when sin entered into the world, it broke the relationship of man and woman with God the Father. The relationship was broken to the point they wanted to hide from God, who obviously spent time with them. That relationship would only be completely fixed by a sacrifice, and God sent his only son, Jesus, to be that sacrifice. Jesus came the image of God in the flesh, and he showed people what kind of relationship God the Father and Son wanted. Jesus said this to his followers in John 15 and verse 15. He said, I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the Father told me. You see, Jesus was wanting people to have friendship, relationship with him. You see, Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship. And you and I were created to be in relationship with God the Father. Now, today we're just touching on some of these things. And as we continue in the series, we're going to get a little more in depth. But just know this beyond a shadow of a doubt, there is something built into every person born, every person created a desire to have relationship with an amazing God. It's there. It was created in you. Secondly, you and I were created to be in relationship with other people. So we were created to be in relationship with God the Father. We were also created to be in relationship with other people. In Genesis 2 verse 18, right from the beginning of creation again, we see this. It says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. You see, God knew from the beginning of creation that people should not be alone, but they should be in relationship. You see, the term he uses, he needs somebody to be with. It's not just someone to kind of be visible. It's not just someone who shows up once a month. No, it is someone who can be in relationship close relationship because that's what we were created for 
Listen to Proverbs 18 and verse 22. It says, The man who finds a wife finds a treasure and he receives favor from the Lord. God created us to be in relationship. And when we do relationship well, we are blessed and favored by God. You know, I need to ask the question, how are your relationships? You know, maybe in this season, you're struggling a little bit in the area of relationship. Can I tell you this? Relationships are worth effort and time because it's what we were created for. John chapter 13 and verse 34 to 35 says this. Jesus again talking to his followers. Listen to what he says. So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. I love this verse of scripture. Of all the things that Christ could have said, they'll know you're my disciples. He could have said, they'll know you're my disciples by the miracles you do. Or they'll know you're my disciples by how loud you pray. Or they'll know you're my disciples by how many times you go to church. Now, church is important, but that's not how they'll know. They will know you are my disciples by your love for one another. Guess what? You cannot have love for others without relationship. And we were created to be in relationship with other people. Is it difficult at times? Sure it is. But it's worth it. And relationship with other people allows us to practice love, the love of the Father through us to others. To simply be alone because it's difficult doing relationships is selfish. And you and I know, as Christians, we are called to deny ourselves. Hey, we're meant to be in relationship with people. Yes, even difficult people. Because that is who we are. And that is how the world will know we are truly Christ's. Because as Christ, we pour out love to others. And we are in relationship with others for their good. And the world looks on and says... Wouldn't it be easier to just be alone? Maybe easier, but not right. Maybe easier, but not how Christ asked us to do it. Relationship is what we were created for. Listen, I just feel to encourage somebody. If you've got in your mind, well, I just don't want to be a part of a Christian body of believers or church anymore because, you know, it's too hard. Somebody said this, listen, God wants you in relationship and fellowship with others because it's good for them and it's good for you. I didn't say easy. I said good for you and good for others. You have gifts that they need and they have gifts that you need. You see, people will truly know we're one of Christ by the love we have for those that we're in relationship with. And if we are unable to show love, then truly we may not be displaying Christ's love through us. You see, you cannot be a follower of Christ and not love others. Because true followers do what their leader, Christ, has done. 
And you cannot love other people without having some type of relationship. Now, this is obviously very clear in Scripture as we look into our uh, Bibles and we see clearly that Christ told us we need to build relationship with others for a reason. Listen, helping people find and follow Jesus, which is our mission here at Abundant Life Worship Center, by the way, helping them to find and follow Jesus allows them to have relationship with the Lord and requires us to have relationship with them. It's called discipleship. Listen to Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 to 20. It says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands that I've given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. You see, Jesus commanded his followers right before he rose up to the heavens to go and make disciples. No, not converts. Not get people to just say a prayer. Make disciples. You see, discipleship is relationship. Did you notice they both have a ship at the end? And when people get into a ship out on the ocean, and they're in that boat, and there's nowhere to go. You either learn to love people, or you jump overboard, I guess. I'm not sure. But when you're in a relationship, you need to learn how to love. When you're practicing discipleship, you're allowing other people to come into your space, and you build relationship with them, helping them to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord. You see, it's what we were called to do. Jesus said it this way to his followers in John 15, 12 to 13. He said, this is my commandment. Love each other in the same way that I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Wow. Here is Jesus showing his followers what Christianity is, showing them that everything is built on relationship with the Father and relationship with one another. And he is basically telling them, you are my friends and you are worth dying for. Hmm. You see, discipleship requires true loving friendship where friends would die for one another. What an amazing picture. You see, we were created to have relationship with God the Father. We were created to have relationship with one another. And as God brings us back into relationship with Him through Jesus Christ, He also wants to bring us into good, healthy, happy, holy relationships with other people. I just got to ask this question. Do you have friendships and relationships where you would be willing to die for them? In your church setting, the family of believers, if you will, do you love and care about the others around you? Are you friends with them? Enough that you would be willing to die for them. Hey, let me be frank. If you're gossiping about people, 
or tearing people down behind their backs, you most definitely would not die for them. If you're talking about others' faults and failures on a regular basis, you would not die for them. True love, it says in Scripture, covers a multitude of sins. True love sacrifices. True relationships built the way God wants. They fight for each other, not against each other. You see, in relationship, you cannot be selfish. You must have God's love flow through you. The bottom line is this. If we don't have happy, healthy, holy relationships with other people, we will be bitter, depressed, unsuccessful, and very lonely. If we don't have a healthy relationship with the Lord Jesus We'll live in sin and brokenness, and yes, spend eternity in a place called hell. Relationships are very important. So many of us have not learned how to have good relationships. I'm going to tell you what the Bible shows us how over and over. And I'm excited about this series we're going to be going into because we are going to learn and we are going to grow in our ability to have healthy relationships. You see, life without a healthy relationship with God the Father is not really life. Life without good, healthy relationships with others is really not life. You see, when we become focused on ourselves and we push everyone else away, that is the time when people become depressed. That is the time when people become bitter, when people lose hope. Your focus cannot be on yourself. You need relationships. You were created for relationship. Relationship with God the Father and relationship with others. You see, when we begin to learn and to do relationships the way God designed them, it's like the sun beginning to rise on a beautiful spring day. A new day, a new season begins when we learn how to have strong, healthy relationships. Now, maybe today you have not begun a relationship with the Lord Jesus. Maybe you can honestly say, I don't have a relationship with God the Father. I don't know how that works. I want to encourage you, it begins with accepting Christ Jesus into your life. Believing that he died on a cross to forgive every sin so that you can once more be connected with God the Father. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I remember years ago when my relationship began with the Lord. I was about eight years old, and our family had decided to go into town to attend a church service. There was a special speaker at the church service, and I don't remember the name of the special speaker. But I remember as we went into this church building and we sat down, we sat in the rows, they had pews, and there was someone playing an organ. There was music going, I remember. And I remember feeling this uh, warm feeling in this 
like love in the building as the music was going. I thought, this is really amazing. And then they called the special speaker and the special speaker came out and he talked, he said a few things. And then I remember clearly he said, you know, God wants to heal and there's somebody here today. He said, there's somebody here, you're, you have ulcers. And he said, right now where you're seated, if you'll just put your hand up, God's going to heal you instantly. Now, my dad had ulcers and they were very painful. And I remember seeing him put his hand up. Now, I didn't know exactly what happened, but I remember as he put his hand up, his face changed. He was kind of crying. There was something that happened. He told us after, I felt this warm feeling go down my arm, through my stomach, and I was completely healed. And he's been healed from ulcers to this day. But I remember this, this presence of God throughout that service. And towards the end of the service, the special speaker said, is there anybody here who wants to be in relationship with Jesus Christ? You want your sins to be forgiven. And I'll tell you what, when you experience the love and presence of God, the answer to that question is yes. Yes, I do. It's what you were created for. And he led us in a simple prayer. That is in a prayer that we could speak with our mouths what we felt in our heart. And you know what? I'm going to do that today. If you are not in relationship with God the Father, if you've never asked Christ into your heart, I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer and you can begin that relationship. So if that's you, why don't you just repeat this prayer after me right now? Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me. I ask you now, forgive me of all I've done wrong. Make me new. I thank you, Jesus. You love me. And I can be in relationship with God the Father. Amen. If you prayed that with me today, you can know this. You are saved. That's what we call salvation. But more importantly, to understand you have now begun a relationship once again with the Lord Jesus and the Heavenly Father. And I say begin. Because you see, now that you've entered into this relationship there's a time for you to grow, to begin to understand, to begin to get to know the Father and get to know Jesus. And that, my friend, is exciting. So if you've prayed that today, maybe for the first time, or maybe you really understood it, I want you to message us, connect with us on whatever platform you're watching this, and uh, we'd love to get you some more information and help you to grow in this amazing relationship that you've just begun. Because never forget it. We were created to be in relationship with God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and other people. God bless you. We love you so much, and God loves you more than you can imagine. Be blessed. We'll see you next time.